T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Born April 6th in San Fernando, California. He is, without question, one of the most legendary drag racers in the history of the sport. In his 35-year career as a driver, he won four NHRA championships. He was the first funny car driver to break the 250-mile-per-hour mark. And he carried on a rivalry with Tom the Mongoose McEwen that saw them bring the sport of drag racing into the mainstream with their own Hot Wheels cars. And on April 26, at the age of 80, he's set to compete in the Baja off-road race on the Baja Peninsula. Please welcome, racing legend, Don the Snake Prudel. Snake Prudhomme, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm great. That's quite a intro. Appreciate it. Well, listen, you are quite a racer. I mean, as a kid, we all had your Hot Wheels. I, I remember seeing the, the the flyers for Kansas City International Raceway and you out there. I uh, I mean, you know, you 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 set a lot of records, and you are you and guys like John Force have been, you know, the the godfathers of all things racing, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, well, you know, we've been around, you know, but it, uh, you know, that that was really the the glory years, the great years, I think, back in when we run the front engine dragsters. Sure. And we set in front of you. you know, those were those were those were unbelievable times, and uh, it's a lot different than it is, is today. But uh, you know, it's still fast, fast is fast. You know? Oh, sure, but it was it was equal then, wasn't it? It was there was only so many fuel pumps and parts and pieces and engines and so it, just, yeah. it all came down to how hard you wanted it and, and how hard you'd work at it yeah exactly yeah and you didn't have to have a you know a billion dollars uh, in the bank to do it so that was a beautiful thing you know i mean we'd go down there to gainesville drag strip and uh my god there was uh you know, 34 cars, there's so many cars, you know, but the cost of racing wasn't so high, so everybody could do it, you know. And then stock car racing is the same way, you know. They, they had this little trailer in the backyard and this car on it, and he uh, tow it off the track and go, but you can't do that anymore, man. You better have a pocket full of money and uh, some big balls. Sure, and that's the only way I ended up getting into racing years ago was, we had a, a mortgage guy, uh, Randy Kent, who had National Mortgage, loved racing, and Bob Bench was a yeah. local racer and agreed to let me run his super comp car, so he taught me and got my NHRA license, and then we jumped into some other cars, but it was the experience of a lifetime. I was never great at it, but I can tell you, win or lose, I loved every time I got in front of that train, every single time I loved it. 
Yeah, you know that's that's so true, and I'm glad you experienced that because uh, I that's uh, people get hooked on drag racing, and it's uh, you know they think well it's not much of a deal, but once you drive a car, oh my God, you know it's uh, it's a life changing experience. And I still got buddies that come around that used to do it that hangs out at the drag strip that, that miss it that much. You sure, know? but once once again, it's just so uh, so expensive now. It's pretty tough. Just jump in and do it like we used to. Yeah, well, and then you, I mean, and uh, I love this, the fact that you are now doing the Baja 1000, and yeah. I, that is a brutal race. And I'll tell you, I believe Top Fuel to be an incredibly hard thing on your body, on your bones, on your teeth, but that yeah. Baja is a spine crusher. Yeah, it, it really is, but you know, uh, once again, uh, in today's cars, the way the cars and the uh, shocks are on them. Like, they have special built shocks that Walker Evans, that, uh, you know, Walker raced for many years, and he's in the shock business. And, uh, and so I have a Can-Am, and uh, we have his shocks on it, and special seats in it, and special roll cages. It's, uh, it started out to be a uh, uh, $30,000 car that you go down and buy at your uh, your can am dealer to a hundred thousand dollar car by the time you get the rest of the ride. Yeah. It gets expensive fast, I can imagine. I, uh, I my oh, butt, because yeah. it, yeah. it's but, you know that that's you know I don't have a great back, and I can actually get in that thing and go, and you know you're buckled in, and it's just the equipment they have today is not like old school when uh, when you would go to the Baja and tear your back up, and it's not like that. Anymore. Right. Well, it's it's such an unforgiving environment. It's the desert. It's there's rock and there's it changes and the the, the terrain yeah. changes and and it, I'd never experienced okay. it until I have a friend, uh, a whole Bob and I. We we took off from Sturgis and rode the motorcycles. We had a couple of Harleys and, and rode down to Cabo and back. And when yeah. we got that halfway mark near the Baja, you know, we went into the restaurant and the hotel in the little city where it all starts, and just you really start to understand how. How crazy the, the, it is to be out there. I mean, you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, you've experienced it. The, uh, the NOAA race that I'm going to do, you know, we did it last year and did it by, this is my third year. And uh, first year we come in, I think it was about seventh or eighth. Last year we won our class so in our Can-Am. And uh, this year, you know, we're going after it again, so i got to go back and defend my uh, my title, you know, win race. So, hell, I want to do it at least one more time, you know, and I'll, I'll be turning 81 uh, the day that we're well, on the 6th of April, and the race starts at 29. So, hell, I hope I don't feel any different than I do now, but uh, I'm ready to go, man. Uh, it's going to be great. And, and the guys you're racing. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they, they, they run as young as 18, 21 years old. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And they're fast. And, I, and I'm, I'm not here to say I'm, I'm as fast as them, that's for sure. But, you know, it's a kind of a trick when you're running 1,000 miles. You know, some of these young guys that come flying by you and just hauling ass, you know. And the next thing, you know, you go around a corner, they're down in a ditch somewhere, you know. That's right. They just uh, don't understand the course. So you got to. You got to have a good uh, navigator with you, and I have a great guy, uh, Nick uh, Firestone. He's uh, an old buddy of mine that races really good, and so he's going to do 
navigating and we're going to change off driving and we might put somebody else in there for a, a day or so too because it, it's such a grueling long race you know yeah no it's it's it, it takes everything experience i mean don you know you know there's yeah. there's a lot to be said for being an older bull you know because you don't come off the yeah. line like that you know maybe you walk down the hill and f them all you know yeah no no yeah you know i just don't think about that too much your age you know it's more about um you know if you still have you know i'm in good shape man yeah. so yeah. I, i'm i'm bored but you know it's it, Thank expensive to do, you know. So fortunately, we got Lucas and uh, Mav TV sponsoring us, so we're back after. I called the Lucas folks after last year, and I said, "Ah, this is it. I'm done." But I appreciate you guys doing it. Then I had to call them up again. I said, "I changed my mind," and so they said, "Cool, man. We'll stick with you," you know. So, uh, so we have a good sponsorship for the uh, for the race. It takes a lot of dollars to do it. Well, look, it's Don the Snake Perdome. That name. Is it's just synonymous with racing. I, I can picture. I close my eyes yeah. and I see that snake, that cobra. I see the font from the car, from the from my Hot Wheels track as a little kid, from my T-shirt when I'm in fourth grade, from the KCIR posters here in Kansas City, like all of that. Like, and you, what they gave you the nickname in high school? No, I got the nickname. I got excuse me. I got the nickname driving a car called the Queer Black Perdone Top Fuel Dragster out in Los okay. Angeles area. Okay. It was a really a quick car, and we were just beating everybody off the starting line first. So one of the guys in the crew just started calling me Snake. and I didn't like it right at first, but after a while it got kind of catchy because Tom McEwen, <laughs> Tom McEwen came along and beat us, and then he nicknamed himself the Mongoose. Yeah. So then it was Snake and the Mongoose, and from there it just took off. You well, know? you guys created it. His race. You guys created that feel, that that. That that glory, that 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 fascination with that kind of a stuff, you know, and and yeah, the rivals, you know, yeah, we we were really the first ones with that, and uh, and Tom's the guy that thought up about going to Mattel and uh, getting a sponsorship, and they jumped at it, and we still get checks today, and not not big checks, but checks today from Mattel because they still use the Snake of the Mongoose. Well, I mean, you look, you're. You're an elite driver. All that you've raced. Is there anything you won't race? Is there anything that you go? I don't want to race that. There's a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, you know, Indy cars for a start. You know, I don't. I wouldn't want to race one. I mean, I like to race one, but I know I can't. And that's the beauty about off-road riding. And that's the beauty that a guy my age can get in one of those cars and compete out there ride with these younger guys, you know, as long as you don't put it in a ditch or do something like that, you can go out there and have yourself a pretty damn good time. So yeah. I, I, I just spent a lot of, a lot of time doing that, looking forward to the race this April, uh, going back down there. We, we have a week to, to do the thousand miles and, uh, man, I'm ready. My car's ready. Got all new wheel bearings, axles. It's set to I can't go. wait. Well, I love the fact that it's a mental game. It's it's a it's an experience and it's a talent yeah. game. You know, you're right. The the cars are the cars, but what you bring in age just doesn't. I mean, it, it, obviously physicality will, will weigh into everything. But at the end of the day, you won last year because you are a better racer. You're a superior racer, and you have that experience, and you know what it takes to win. And that's I love, and I think that's the greatest message being sent down there. You're talking about the Baja 1000. That's a mother effort. I mean, that's a real holy s race. 
Yes, it is. Yeah, when you go from Ensenada to uh, Cabo San Lucas, and you have five days to do it, and uh, buddy, it's, uh, it's it's challenging. Yeah, it, it really is. Listen, it was challenging. We were just down there on motorcycles, taking it easy, and we left out Ensenada and then crossed over the middle of the Baja over to the Sea Cortez side. And I was like, what are we doing right now? All of a sudden, you'd be rolling down that, that highway, doing about 70, 80 miles an hour. Two things, the weird, the crazy speed bumps that would let you know a city was coming with no sign, or the whole highway would disappear, and you realize you were up to, yeah. your, you were up to the middle of your tire in sand. Yeah. Yeah, I like Baja. Yeah, it's an experience down there. Like, this car runs 80, 90 miles an hour down these little cow paths, you know, a little trail down in the middle of the desert, and... Uh, so it, 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 it hauls ass. You have, you have to be careful. You don't get off the road, you know. Ditches, all kinds of, you know, just outpasters. Yeah. Look, I hope it's magnificent for you. I know you're at the Hall of Fame right now. You uh, Are you getting inducted? Yeah. You're already in, but are they doing well, a ceremony? No. Uh, Dick LaHaye, uh, the fellow used to uh, tune our car, he's being inducted, and there's a bunch of us down here, Rusty Wallace and uh, Chip Ganassi, and uh, there's a whole bunch of us here for this Hall of Fame because we're all in it, and we come back to support it. It's in Daytona Beach. Listen, you need to stay away from Rusty Wallace. He is crazy. Yeah, he's my, he's my buddy. We go to Sturgis every year. <laughs> with Mr. Boyer, with Clint Boyer, correct? Oh, yeah, with Clint. Yeah, I go with Clint, too. Yeah, at Sturgis. Yeah, we have a great time every year and looking forward to this year. And uh, I'm going to see Rusty this afternoon. We go down and hang out around some of the bikes that him and his son Stephen built. And uh, he's got some sharp motorcycles here in town. Yeah. I'm going to check him out. Well, look, uh, we're at the full throttle every year. I know you guys, you and Rusty and Clint and, and a bunch of other guys are up there. Clint always comes over and hangs out because he's a Kansas City boy. Uh, man, Don, yeah. I'd love to catch up with you this August. Yeah. Okay, man. Well, well. You know, let's just stay uh, stay hooked up. You got my number, and uh, whatever I can do, love to. And I appreciate you giving us a shout out on our uh, on our Mexico trip, and uh, it's going to be a blast. Oh, I can't wait. Clint to go down, trying to get Clint to go down there with me, but he didn't want any part of it, you know. So. Oh. Yes, and you just stay on him. He'll go. That guy. He's he's yeah. honestly. He you don't threaten him with a good time. You know he'll show up. Yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. I, I have the best time with Tim Boyer. Yeah, uh, dude, you are a legend. You are Don the Snake Perdomo, magnificent. Just incredible. I appreciate you, Don. Thank you. I'll, I hopefully I'll see you in uh, August. Okay, buddy. Hey, thanks a lot. Fun being on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Don. Very good. Don the Snake Perdomo. <laughs> Listen, you, I know you wanted to get down with that party for years oh now. Oh my god! You know what? I don't even. I don't. Uh, I don't want to hone into that party. I just want to. I want to hang out with Don the Snake for Dominic Clay. You don't want to see him around Sarah Palin by the campfire. No, I do, but I ain't no way they're gonna do. They, 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 <laughs> let me tell you that one thing they don't want is media. <laughs> I, I, I will tell you that. Rusty and Clint, yes, uh, you heard, but they were telling stories about and forget about your politics. They absolutely adore her in that way. Like her and her husband, I guess, when they come to Sturgis, are cool. They don't talk any business. Mm-hmm. It's just laughs and by the fire. Just and people go and say, they said, dude, she's a hoot. And I was like, tell me she has gotten drunk enough to pull her hoots out. Like, tell me. <laughs> I'm like, she's, she's normally not my jam, but there's, there, Jake and I both talk about this. There's something about her. I'm like, mm-hmm. God, she's just such a weird MILF hot.
I'm she like, is. Oh, yeah. No, I want her to slap me around. Yeah, I would have to go dig around on the internet and find it, but I'm sure when she was on the campaign trail, she stopped at like a shake place or whatever and got a shake. And there's a picture on the internet of her like sipping a shake through a straw. But she's like, two handing the cup. Oh, she is hurting. That's so for a specific, his, you creep. His, <laughs> it was all good. I'm like, I was like, ooh. Oh. You got right back into yeah. that bank well, and dug she's that out. Like only in certain, because other times, like when she's speaking, it's hard to find her attractive, but. I mean, yeah. in that picture, I was like, "No, I get, I get it. it. I get it. Why, dudes? I get it. Anytime a porn chick comes out and looks like you and makes a porn immediately, you know yeah. you've you've tipped the scale. No, she's hot. There's no doubt. She's hot. Hands down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they yeah. guess they show up every year, and it's a good time. Nobody has any troubles. Everybody has a. They're off. They show the up and get drunk by a campfire. You, but Rusty Wallace apparently. <laughs> Right off the, right off the. You drill. keep saying they. She flying cacao solo now. Oh, that's right. America, yeah, oh, look at these. Sit on a jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. In the in the old days, <laughs> dude, there would have been a there would have been a NASCAR friend waking up next day. I, I have no doubt about that. Now he's a good Christian boy, but there was a time when he he may have been a little out of control. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Wolfgang Van Halen on the hotline right now. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was wondering if we were on time today. It seems a little bit early. Oh, yeah. Uh, So I'm a a huge fan, obviously, of Van Halen. First record I ever bought. And uh, I was, was, you know, like anything else, man, you were wondering how it was going to sound when it came out. And I'd heard what a great musician Wolfie was. And Van Halen... Uh, a different kind of truth. Pretty amazing. Yeah, and I'd read articles where, like, starting at, I mean, early ages, they were, you know, getting him drum sets and guitars and whatever, and he was just a natural. Well, no, it's more first-hand, first-hand stuff. Like, uh, remember Lejean talking about uh, meeting Wolfgang uh, through Tremonti when they were all hanging out together, and uh, yeah, I think it was Jersey when uh, they, and he was just like, he's an incredible musician, you know, yeah. Lejean from Seven Dust. And so 
I was really super interested when the, when the record finally came out. Born March 16 from Santa Monica, California, he started playing drums at the age of 9 by age 16. Having already picked up guitar, bass and keyboards, he was recording and touring as bassist for his father and uncle's band. But last year, he released his first solo project. His name is Wolfgang Van Halen. His band is Mammoth WVH. album on which he played every instrument has garnered rave reviews. He's already started work on a second album, and this Sunday, you can see the band live on stage at the Uptown Theater. Please welcome Mammoth WVH mastermind, Wolfgang Van Halen. Hey Wolfgang, how are you? Hello, happy to be here. How are you? Uh, you know what? I'm well. It's a it's a Tuesday. I was super happy to hear that you were going to make the call this morning because I, I just I've got this weird kinship with you because obviously I grew up a Van Halen fan and I've interviewed your mom a dozen times over the years and so I've I got this weird feeling like I'm like man I really hope we get Wolfie on the show so I can talk to him about this new album. Perfect <laughs> so timing. It's, it's well that's your whole life right because of you know you you have this family like people feel like they know you. Yeah, yeah, and I, I know that could be, and I know it could be a curse. But, but man, I'll tell you, I, I, I was, you know, there's two ways to wait for an album to come out. You know, when it's the first offering, especially when you have a name like Van Halen, and it's either fingers crossed or arms folded, right? And I was definitely fingers crossed, and I, and I was so so happy for you, man, when I heard this record. It's because it's genuinely good, like genuinely, genuinely a great first record. Thank you so much. That that means a lot. Well, I mean, you know, there, there's a pressure that you had to deal with that, that nobody else will ever understand. Oh, certainly. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think people people focus on the on the positives uh, of of what a last name like this could could bring sure. uh, in terms of help, uh, but they don't really ever think about the negatives, which tend to override the positives actually in a lot of different with without a doubt wolfie and, and that's I'm what not I complaining i mean I'm, I'm up for the challenge but yeah. uh, but man yeah sometimes it can be tough <laughs> well you know what it would be for me if i were in your position would be the the second guessing part where you keep thinking to yourself you know is this you know you think it's good and you have to ask yourself is it really good and then just that never-ending questioning or going back to the song again or the production again or the arrangement again and you have to leave it alone at some point yeah, you know, I, I think when it came to the album, I, I'm confident and I'm happy with, with what I did, and I'm proud of it. It's just a matter of anybody else is going to like it. Well, uh, in a very stalker-esque way, I was following it. You, because you, you know, worked with Mark Tremonti, and uh, uh, our friend Lejean Witherspoon from Seven Dust had amazingly wonderful things to say about you. Uh, LJ's the best. Is he not? You know, he lives in Kansas City now. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, and, and he's family, and, you know, those guys... And, and they're the kind of guys that when they uh, say what a good human being you are, you're not just a good musician. You're a genuinely good human. <laughs> That's too kind. 
Well, you know, it's it's those guys, are, they're just, that's how they handle themselves. And, you know, you're out on this tour now. This is your first record. You've got a Grammy nomination. Uh, you were nominated for Distance. It's it's really, like, this is this is a great beginning. And I think bands like Dirty Honey, Dirty Little Rock Band out of Los Angeles as well, that's a great pairing. Oh, yeah. This this tour, the Young Guns tour, is, uh, it's been it's been wonderful. Uh, it's such a wonderful pairing between the two of us. I think it's really great. And then, you, you know, in Kansas City was your kickoff up in Lawrence at the Bottleneck. Yeah, yeah. Very first show. Legendary, legendary bar for, for that college town. I mean, I, I, are you kidding me? Goddamn, I was seeing shows there. I was sneaking in when I was 16 to see shows there. And <laughs> it's, you know, it, it really is uh, the place to start it. But it's this... Uh, this album comes out, you start to tour. Now, it, but it kind of stop-starts, right? Because all the 2021 stuff, that had to just be murder on you. Yeah, it, it's uh, a, lot of, a lot of life happens uh, between the, the release and, and touring, uh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so uh, how do you survive that? I mean, just you're on edge the whole time, like, waiting to get out and offer it to the world. Yeah, you know, uh, it, I, I, I finished the album... Um, so, so much longer before, you know, we finished tracking in the middle of 2018 so that, you know, I, I feel like just a, a little while longer in terms of waiting really wasn't that much of a big deal. I'd already been so patient and sitting with this album for so long that, you know, when it was, when it was time, it would be time. Now, uh, let me, by the way, you sound so ridiculously well-adjusted. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, <laughs> clearly, like, I mean, honestly, well-adjusted and ready and up for this. It's, uh, I, I wondered how it was going to play out. Because, I mean, first record I ever, first two records I ever owned were, were Van Halen albums. And so when Dave came back and I heard that you were going to be the bass player, there were, I had mixed emotions. Because obviously, you know, being a, an original guy, you think original band. It's just a natural way you, you think. And then I saw you on stage with your dad. And, and within, in one song, I went, I totally get this. And, I was, and then I, I couldn't have been happier for it. The way he looked at you, I... I, I uh, I wish I had more moments with my dad like that. Yeah, it was uh, not unforgettable, uh, special moments throughout that time. I'm very thankful for the uh, the 12 years. Yeah. Van Halen. With the first time you walked on stage with Van Halen and David Lee Roth, how old were you? Oh, man. Well, with, with David Lee Roth, yeah. uh, that was 2007. That was the first tour. Right? September is when we started. Jesus. Uh, yeah. The but minefield. I mean, long before I had been stumbling onto the stage during that solo when I was like three years old. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, <laughs> but in terms of, uh, of, of actually performing in the band, that was 2007. And in the album, I believe it stands up. I love a uh, different kind of truth. Uh, but you had to walk us. I mean, you're not only the guy who just got into Van Halen, you're also uh, his, you know, Eddie, Eddie's son, you know, Alex's nephew. And then, but you're, you're great. You play the songs, you perform, it's fantastic. But then there's that other thing with Van Halen, which is always volatile with Dave. And I'm like, man, he's walking the walk with all this. And that's that's got to be the craziest time in a young person's life because you're out there, you know, you're doing arenas every single night. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, uh, at a certain point, you're, uh, you know, Dad, Al, and I had rehearsed so much that it just became second nature. So yeah. uh, we were, I was... At least I was personally kind of just prepared for anything. Yeah, and and of course, your mom is uh, so she's so mom love with you. Like everything on her Instagram or uh, with you, you can just tell like it's just it's complete and total support and love. She is uh, a very supportive mother. 
<laughs> and, and, and she's a delightful human being. I mean, we've interviewed her a dozen times over the years, and she's never anything less than engaged and sweet and kind. And she's just a good, she's you know, just a wonderful person. Yeah, she's, she's pretty great. So that being said, she, she, she knows every trick, every rock star move, every rock and roll thing you could possibly get into. There's nothing that you're going to get away with on this stuff that she's not going <laughs> to light you up about. Yeah, no, but uh, you know, I think uh, over over time, now that she realizes that I'm, you know, I'm almost 31 now and I'm not 15, uh, I think right. she kind of uh, has has let me or allowed me to to kind of make my own mistakes and 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 grow up on my own without, <laughs> you know, being uh, watched vigilantly. Yeah, early on. So you you know you she put this record out and you wait to see what the world thinks of it and then you go out to tour it, man and. Is it what you believed it would be? Is it what you you thought it could be? Oh, it's so much further than what I could ever thought it would be. You know, I I, I made this album for myself. You know, this this music is just kind of what came when I just wanted to make music. It was just kind of a uh, fun project to see what would happen. I never could have imagined uh, the response that I got from this at all. Uh, I I can't believe just everything that's happened since the album's come out. It's been crazy. Did you? Uh... Were you always comfortable sharing it, or did you kind of record it on your own and keep it to yourself? And and I believe I think I'd be unsure. Like, do I want to play this for people, or, or were you just chomping at the bit to give it to them? Uh, I, I always intended to to you know to release it, but but it's it's weird, you know, more than any other project I've been a part of. Anytime I we have a release or or a single release or a video or something, I I, I notice that instead of being incredibly excited. Uh, I, I'm almost uh, feel like a part of me is missing. It's it's really really weird because you're really putting yourself out there, especially with something like this where it's something I wrote and played on myself. It's it's a very vulnerable position to be in. Sure. Like, hey, this thing is on me. Please don't hate me. <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, because what could be worse than you know somebody going? Oh, I thought the bass lines and the vocals were very good. They're like, but the drums. And you're like, God damn it, that was me too. Yeah. No. It's 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 a vulnerable thing. You're just kind of. Ripping your heart out of your chest and being like, "Hey, here it is. Don't hurt it, please." <laughs> Jesus, yeah, because you are you are incredibly vulnerable out there. And, and again, people think that the carrying that last name provides everything, and it does provide some great things. But but really, what it does is it sets the bar so much higher inside. I think your head, and also, you know, this is an ugly world we live in. Like the the, the internet sucks. People suck. You know, the, <laughs> oh, yeah. I think the majority of people are good, but they they're they're quiet because they're decent people. Other people jump on and I'm like, Jesus Christ, these people like they'll just they would they would tape a take a dump on Jesus Christ himself if he came back. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the funny thing when it comes to, to stuff like that is that uh, there's a lot of people out there who 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 won't let me be myself or judge me on my own merits. You know, they hear my last name and they go, well, you know, if it's not revolutionary like his father, it's not worth a crap. Stupid. And that's a very unfair. Uh, level to be held by. No, it's dumb. That, it's just dumb. And no, I don't, I don't I think... I can't just be good, you know? Yeah. Like, you can't just enjoy music. That's... Uh, any real fan... An instrument and whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Any real fan, Wolfie, though, is it doesn't expect you to reinvent anything. And, and that's oh, just... Yeah. A, a, a real music fan hears it for what it is, and that's just great songwriting. It's... Uh, mm -hmm. You know, when you, when you were laying it out for for guys like like Michael Anthony or or your dad or for Dave, like what was the reaction like at the beginning? Everybody supportive, or were they were they hard on you? And like, hey, you could go back, you could do this, you could try this. 
No, not at all. Dad, more than anything, he was kind of just watching proudly. Like, anytime he came up to the studio to watch me record, he had nothing to say. He was just kind of proudly watching the process. Um, you know, uh, and that's what I love, uh, what Dad did for me in general with, with me being a musician. Is he allowed me to make my own mistakes and form my own sort of style. Because uh, there God, there'd be nothing worse if I was just a carbon copy of him. I'd be boring. Of course. No, it would be it would be dead in the water the second it came out. Yeah, exactly. You uh no Mammoth WVH. If you're just joining the show, Wolfgang Van Halen, these guys are in town this Sunday night. Uh the show's at the Uptown Theater and it is gonna be a magnificent show. I love the I love you guys and the, the Young Guns tour with Dirty Honey. The Dirty Honey guys are gonna come in Monday morning and hang. Uh I don't know if you're I taking heard, off to I the heard. next Well listen, you're you're I'll just put the invitation out there. Listen, I know nothing could be more fun than getting up very early in the morning to come and do radio. But if you wanted to, that is absolutely that door is open. If you just wanted to come in and hang out in the room, if you wanted to be a part of it, whatever. You're just uh, – uh, yeah. Just, I'll, I'll take a look at the schedule. I know right now, gosh, where are we? We're in the, the middle of somewhere in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and how long does this tour go now? Because I, I hope it's forever. Oh, yeah. we. I think we've got another – four weeks or so, which in tour time, that is forever. Yeah. And then you go home for a little bit and then back right back out again? Oh, yeah. We uh, we have a, a packed year ahead of us. It's going to be very exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's you think about that, and it's, it is not the easiest thing in the world. People, again, do not understand the life of a musician. It's, it's 23 hours or 22 hours of traveling, of sitting, of waiting, of just whatever, and then that the gift is the hour, hour and a half. Oh, yeah, the, that, that one bit where everybody gets to see us is the time that we have fun. Every, everything else in between is all traveling and, and, and trying to, you know, get sleep and make sure you're well-rested and stuff. You know, I'm not really – I'm a dork. I'm not sitting here partying and drinking and everything. I'm, I'm just trying to get sleep and, you know, play video games on my off time. And Do you get out? Do you get to go do stuff? For the next show. Do you ever get not to do stuff? Much. You know, it, 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 especially now, considering – you know, the state of the world still, thankfully, you know, things are, are doing very, very well. But, you know, uh, given that we have a whole crew on a, on a bus, it's better to be safer than sorry, you know? No, you're right. You, you have to you have to have an agreement. Bubble. Well, because it'll, it'll smoke the whole tour. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you really can't afford, regardless of, of anyone's opinion on, on what COVID is or anything, you know, if somebody gets sick, it ruins everything. Yeah, no, that's uh, and that's especially exactly. for me as a, now that I'm a. I, what's funny to say now that I'm a singer, you know, I don't want a respiratory illness. <laughs> Fact. It'll, it'll uh, in, interfere my with my job. Well, so, uh, yeah, you, you think about what it does to people's lungs and and the damage it can do long term. That's terrifying to a singer. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna stay as safe as possible and, and make sure that I I can bring my A game every show. So let me let me go backwards a little bit to Tremonti. Uh, that's when I I I. I, I Heard you batted about just on a personal level, not for not in media. When when Mark Tremonti had asked you to come in and and be the bass player, was it was the first was it the first Tremonti tour? Uh, yes, yeah, I, I started touring with. The, I, I believe there was like they played one or two shows beforehand, but then I joined them for for the main tour. That's first tour. What a what a fantastic thing for someone to to, to take you out and, and and give you that job and know that you can do it. But I mean that's a that's a big compliment. Oh, it was a wonderful time. I, it's a really crazy story, too. I mean, uh, I, I, I happened to be hanging out with, with LeJean and everybody at Seven Dust in, uh, in Jersey while they were recording uh, the album Black Out the Sun. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, I guess uh, something happened 
with uh, with their rehearsals and the bass player had to drop out. Um, and I happened to be there with all of my bass equipment. Uh, and so he called me. He was like, hey, you, know, you want a tour? And I was like, I'll be right there. <laughs> well, so and, I threw my stuff into uh, my friend my friend Johnny's pickup truck and 45 minutes away. And then we rehearsed all night. And I learned the whole set that night. And then we had a show the next day. Yeah. But that was, I, I'm getting a call from LJ. He goes, you're never going to believe this. He goes, we're hanging out with Wolfie, and he's telling me what a great guy you are, what a great player you are. And he goes, he's gonna, he's playing with Tremonti now, and he and he's telling me this story, and I'm like, are you kidding me? And uh, and you know, LJ, like he's he loves uh, oh, yeah. a good story. Like he's 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 one of those guys you can sit and talk to for five hours at a time. Oh, definitely, absolutely. He, uh, yeah, you listen uh, when you get into town. No, he's back out on the road again. That's right. They just left and went back mm-hmm. out. Yeah, uh, we're kind of just passing through. I believe uh, where we played in Arizona, they're just gonna be there. In a couple days, so we're passing each other. Well, look, it's sometime in Kansas City. We'll have to get the family together, get uh, Ashley and the kids and everybody, and LJ, and, and we'll oh, all that's a blast. we'll find a time to uh, to to hang out and uh, drink a beer and you know just just get to know each other, man. I would I would really love that, dude, because I'm a huge fan yeah, of the record. I'd, I'd be super into that. Thank you. Well, look, man, I, I can't wait to see the show Sunday night, and I was I was so again I was so glad to die. You wanted to come on the show, and you agreed to come on the show and hang out and and, oh, and meet us. In a because I know yeah. the, the media is weird, and and there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, uh, times that can go off the rails, and people become inappropriate with their discussions. And and uh, I'm just a genuine fan of yours, and of course I loved your father from a fan's point of view, but uh, I genuinely wanted you to come by here so I could tell you I think that record's great. Thank you so much, man. Uh, this is uh, it's been a great time. I look forward to. Uh... See you on Sunday. I'll see you Sunday. Thank you, Wolfie, man. Good to meet you, my friend. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.